Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. For a while now, I have not had television. It's been um, quite a few, like years, that I actually have not like had cable television. And so I, there are TVs in my house. Um, actually, there's only one actually working television in my house and that my son watches that, but he doesn't, we don't have cable. So like we don't have regular television, <laughs> but I do have like Netflix and Amazon prime and, um, or I had Amazon prime and, and this and Hulu and I get I sort of go from like show to show and and I um like I had watched a few that I just absolutely loved like one of my favorites oh my gosh is um Fleabag oh my girl I absolutely absolutely loved that show I, I've watched both seasons like multiple times. Um, there's only like 12 shows in all. And I don't think that she plans to do any more. Pardon my yawn. Um, I don't think she plans to do any more um, seasons of Fleabag. Which is really a huge disappointment. <laughs> I, I make jokes sometimes like what does it mean that Fleabag is my best friend? Um, it's just so witty and well done. And has these these facial expressions and these the nuances of relationship and human behavior that I just find utterly amazing. So I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that. And then um, I had watched, not that long ago, I had watched actually really quickly both seasons of A-O or O-A think it could be OA. Unbelievable. Unbelievable in in like my subject matter. Like they talk about dimensions and people dying, come back and I mean it's just crazy. Uh that show I just I just got started and got hooked. And um and then I don't know exactly why, but I had decided to watch The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. And, you know, I, I try to be pretty careful about what I listen to, what I allow into my consciousness. I, I try to never watch horror and... Um, and like extreme violence. Oh my God! Excuse me, on it's um it's kind of like into the evening. I um started a new job today, and it was a really long day. Um, I worked for like nearly ten hours today, and I'm just really beat. But um anyway, so I back to um handmade steel. <laughs> So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm watching this show given like what is actually happening 
in our world and I'm finding it quite astounding. And and here's the thing. It's 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 sort of like as as a as a person who is really interested in the the nature of reality and consciousness and and it's like and in the consciousness of of humankind like sort of this global consciousness and wanting us to have the most amazing lives so i'm i'm sort of like do i just completely ignore events or current events or what's going on in the world do i just completely ignore it or do i pay attention do i do i put my head in the sand and pretend like like nothing's happening or like what do i do <laughs> it's just it's just the weirdest time in 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 my particular lifetime and and i don't believe that that the nature of reality has like necessarily changed very much in my lifetime i think that 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 it is part of humanity that we are we are we are making up our reality and that we dip into this this uh consciousness this um um infinite knowledge and consciousness and um and that time is really weird and all these timelines can be happening at the same time or these dimensionality i mean it's just these ideas are just really esoteric but they're not new <laughs> they're not new i mean like i i've seen like you know tesla and einstein and these scientists have been talking about this and 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 philosophers that's what my dad's thesis was on my dad had did his thesis on time and space and so these philosophers Descartes and and Locke and Plato and you know all of these famous philosophers were talking about this phenomena what is reality what are we doing here what is life about and so i have been saying <laughs> that life is about life it's about living it's about experiencing what it's like to be here as a gift as a you know and then i i sort of look around and i and i see the world just in this really weird state like i'm not sure what's happening throughout the world i know i know that um australia seems to be having a lot of really weird stuff going on um these these militia are coming to these like farmers markets and pushing people um with these shields and um 
just the weird, weird, weird stuff, extreme um, political ideology um, about some sense of control of people, you know, and I think this is happening in in the UK as well. Um, I I hear I listen to Brian Rose of London Real and also um David Ike and I'm like hearing they're talking about um these ideas of, of what is happening in the world right now. And in the US, um we're in the middle of, you know, an election. <laughs> But, like, we're in the middle of, like, all kinds of, like, crazy stuff going on. You know, like, this justice has passed away. And then now the Republicans are trying to push through a Supreme Court justice who will, you know, there's a really good chance. And, see, she has been um, connected to some kind of extreme, like, Christianity that 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 can be exemplified in the idea of the handmaid's tale. Like there was this one scene that was like really horrifying where there was this lesbian couple and and they find out that they're lesbian and they 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 like they do two things. Well the first thing is is they kill one of them. They, their choice is to hang, they, so they hang people. Um, there's like people hanging throughout the entire show, like just every single time, you know, you're just walking through, there are people just hanging, their bodies are just hanging out in this G, I guess as some kind of um, exemplification of don't stand up or this will happen to you. Um, and then the other woman, they did a female mutilation of her of her lady parts they basically cut her up so she wakes up to like not have her 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 body's not intact anymore and so this show is actually quite horrifying actually <laughs> and so I'm sitting here you know and I'm I'm you know, I've oftentimes, like, I thought, you know, why are we always making these movies? Why are we, you know, Independence Day and, you know, Armageddon and just, why do we do this? Why are we fascinated with these, this idea of these end times, you know, and in the shows, like, somehow, you know, somehow there's, like, this hero, but, you know, I think that this is more like no Schindler's List where you know in some ways it was so anticlimactic in this sense there was no Hollywood ending there's no Hollywood ending all these people were burned up in gas chambers and just killed and their bodies in mass graves there was no there was no Schindler was a good man and helped people get out and thank God for like heroic people in that time and and I'm not saying we shouldn't exemplify but on the other hand Schindler's List is more like you know 
the ending to what seems to be this story. This idea of, you know, and I have this friend, you know, whenever I, I bring this up and she talks about this surveillance and she says, you know, what do I care? What do I care if any, you know, if they're following me? And, and, you know, and, and then in the last um, week I've been, I've been hearing from like other people these ideas but they all have this common theme of like sort of like these these social credits where we would be get these demerits if we're not behaving properly and how are they going to know if we're behaving except for tracking systems starting with our cell phones but then this this vaccine that i've been talking about it having some kind of trojan horse in it with with and we may think that it's not important but like if you look at this you know i mean it was so interesting i mean they these people in in handmade maid's tale they were they were just living their life and then all of a sudden they didn't have access to their money anymore from the bank women could not get money their money and then they were just taken to these these holding camps um programmed and were and were forced to bear children their only purpose in life was to bear children and you know and and you know here's another thing that i think is is I've been hearing, I mean, there's like these sweeping statements that people make, you know, like about the overpopulation of the earth, that the earth is overpopulated and that people are so selfish to have all these children. Um, and, um, there was this other thing that I, that I, that I've been seeing. Oh, this other idea, you know, that's been put out recently um, that just really strikes a chord with me are like millennials, like the millennials are screwing everything up. And I'm seeing it like these sweeping, these broad sweeping, these overpopulation, we're destroying the planet. Gaia is really angry. Gaia is really mad at us. And because we're not taking care of the planet. Um, and, 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 and so, you know, in the last, like, we and then I watched this show and and in some ways I'm I'm just so hooked at this point it's sort of like I had talked about like watching the movie Apocalyptico and the only reason why I finished that movie was because I just wanted to see how does this guy get out of it I just want to know how this story ends how do they survive and do they and and so and I, and I want to talk about a couple things. Like the first thing is, I think millennials are amazing. I think I really like millennials. And in fact, I, I have birthed these children. And they are amazing, amazing, amazing young people. They are very thoughtful. And, and I want to say, what, what has anything been done to them? You know, people want to talk about their bad work ethic. And I just want to say, really, 
what has a company done for them recently? I mean, they're lucky to get, you know, a not a very good paying job after spending $80,000 to go to college and to go into debt. They go to get a job, you know, with barely any benefits. A lot of times they may not even get benefits. Then you've got like benefits and then you've got a $10,000 deductible. So you have to come up with $10,000 if something happens to you. I mean, this is not even the, the, what we have given them. And I'm not saying that they can't go and I believe they will do amazing things, but they're not going to just settle for that. These children are thoughtful. They are our future. They are starting their own ideas. It's like, who, who is going to outlive us? And, you know, and if everything that they're saying about the planet and that in 40 years is going to be, there's not going to be the coastline, you know, it's like, we're going to need these, these young people to like create solutions to these issues. (laughs) And so, so I get all wrapped up in all of this. And then I sit there and I think, oh no, oh no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I believe in the benevolence of God of the source, whatever the source is, whatever the creator is, I believe in benevolence. I believe in love. So somebody asked me recently, what God? Because they used the term God, so this person challenged me. What God? And I said, I believe my the term of my God is synonymous with love. And so, and so it is my belief that I'm not going to say that humans have not done a bad thing with the environment, like, like the entrapment of just water. I mean, when I was a kid, you didn't carry your water, you drank your water out of the hose outside. I mean, we didn't trap our water in these plastic bottles. You know, and I'm just so weird about like, I don't have very many plastic bottles around my house and we drink, I drink, if I'm going to, is I've got glass and, and I, so I have all these glass bottles everywhere. It's like, I can't seem to throw away glass ever. <laughs> I'm kind of being facetious, but it's like I have ever glass container that I've ever received, like at a grocery store. It's only getting worse. I just keep keep them. Um, but and it's out of the tap. I mean, I have like a a pure a pure whatever water filtration, but um but we have running water in our house. You know, we don't I don't say here, would you like a a bottled water? <laughs> it's like you don't even know it's in it. I'm kind of being facetious, but I'm sort of not. And these water bottles are what is messing up our ocean. And, um, you know, and I've talked incessantly about this, that I think that if, that if our communities were built around the farm, you know, and yada, yada, yada. (sighs) But one of the subjects that I'm, 
you know, is this idea of women and reproductive rights, you know, and so my mind has been just sort of going a little off recently, like even with this idea of, of artificial intelligence and blending that with human humanity. And, and it's like, I'm not really sure what to say because like, I, I tried to think not of my, of, of, of my race as the best race. And so it's like, I really love animals. I love humanity. I love animals. I love plants. I love things that are alive, including the planet. But I also like technology. I like the idea that I can can go on my cell phone and I can Google. I have all kinds of knowledge. I can get my emails. I can... Um, you can actually see people on a telephone call now. You can FaceTime them. Not just talk on a phone and hear their voice. You can see their face. And so all of these things can be really amazing and good. But everything I suppose has like the dark side But this idea that women's worth is just for the bearing of children is a very, very sad thought to me. I will tell you, the birth of my children was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I would not trade them for anything. Being pregnant, having a baby in, in my body and giving birth and then taking care of them when they were babies, shaping, you know, taking care with the way that I talked to them throughout their life, making sure that I, that I chose my words wisely with them, doing my best, not doing it perfectly, because certainly I did not, but I cannot really imagine my own life without my children. Now, do I think that every person on the planet needs to have children? The answer to that would be no. But this implication of to shame me because I have these children what is really, you know, like people are irresponsible and selfish and they shouldn't be having children and the earth is overpopulated. It's a really broad sweeping statement. One of the things that's coming to mind for me as I'm saying that, and I'm not saying that everyone should have children, I believe in freedom. People are free to not have children. They're free to have children or not have children. That I don't believe that I birthed my children so that they would grow up and have children. That's not why I had had them. And I do not encourage my children to go out and have children. In fact, I tell them to wait. And so, and so, however, I, I will say this, that our whole bodies are kind of set up for this. It's like 
we are born male, female, and then at some point we have this attraction and then hormonally we are set up to reproduce. We are set up in our brain to get these chemicals, these bonding hormones from the act of sex, from the act of nursing children, of birthing them, of taking care of them. Um, and we are here to form these families of some sort for the raising of children. And so, but is that the only reason? No. No. It's not the only reason why we're here. It's to just, especially women. I mean, this, and I just, I, I really felt like this was like a really good depiction. I mean, at least they were honest. <laughs> in in that that women were only to be revered for what they provided for men, which was children. And so, and at least they were honest with their intention that yes, we're chauvinistic and yes, we're chauvinistic. You know, this is all we really want you for. And I'm not entirely sure what happened in this in this show with why the women were infertile and why they had to have these these girls to have these children I don't know what's going on with it but I have seen these this idea has been thrown around of of like vaccinations making women and women and boy, boys and girls infertile. This idea of, of rearing people infertile is an idea that is being thrown around. Like for example, I had shared that, that I had learned not that long ago that some people at the border, they are sterilizing these Mexican, you know, or Latino girls, like young women they're sterilizing them or they are they are tying their tubes or they are giving them hysterectomies telling them they have some disease that they have to have this operation <laughs> I'm like what would be the point of that I don't know and so I sit here as somebody who who is completely devoted my life to to the the idea that we could be in a place in consciousness of the possibility of world peace and us really living joyful lives and I'm committed to this idea so what do I do do I stick my head in the sand when all of these ideas are coming and, and and I had heard, see, I hear these ideas and I'm not sure if they're true or not. Like, but I had heard somewhere that the person who wrote Handmaid's Tale, that she actually wrote that 
that there's nothing in there that she did not learn from actual history, supposed history. It wasn't a thing in the book that she had not learned that had taken place in actual history. And so here we are. And so it's sort of like this combination of me and awareness of being aware and it's like, okay, so what can we do? What can we do? <laughs> so I started this new job today and I thought it was fascinating. I was talking to my new supervisor and, and, and I was thinking about the difference between her life and my life right in this given moment that she is so busy in her career and her her life and her this job that she has no idea or it's seemingly I'm not going to say she has no idea but seemingly she is just or maybe just a better term is she is not caught up in all of this she's just going to vote oh yeah there's an election I'm going to vote this bam not a lot of thought not a lot of debate not, I don't think she's watching the debates I don't think she's paying attention to politics she's just going to do what she does. And I was thinking about how how odd that felt to me. Um, and I'm not saying that it's a wrong thing. I'm not. I actually think that there's some beauty in it to just being so caught up in your own life that, but it's like, do you get so caught up in your own life that if the Titanic is sinking, you don't realize the Titanic sinking and the next thing you know you're drowned. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Just putting out all these ideas. Um, and I, I don't really necessarily have any solutions to them, but I just I don't know. I just think these ideas are so fascinating and the fact that we that we have these shows you know, or we have these movies, it's like it's putting it out there, you know, and then like millions of people are going to see this particular movie, like, I remember when The Dark Knight came out, I'd always like, for years I had watched, you know, like the Batman series, and then The Dark Knight came out, and I, I was so bothered, I left the theater, I left the theater after the bomb went off on the, I think it was a judge or something. It was somebody that I perceived as being innocent. And this bomb goes off and I was like, okay, I can't, I can't tolerate another minute. So I, I went out to the car with my youngest child, I think, and sat in the car. You know, it's, it's like, do we understand what we are putting in our consciousness? And so I like sort of told myself, don't watch any more of the hand. And I, I, I may or I may not um, watch any more of it, but I'm just astounded by, by, like, these events. Like, would you have ever thought in a million years that you could not, you would be quarantined to your home? That you could not go to the grocery store without a mask on? that you cannot go to your employment without a mask on. That you would be spending an entire day with a mask 
trying to function with a mask over your mouth and your nose that you that that a vaccination may possibly become compensatory you have no idea what is in that vaccination it's sort of like playing russian roulette And I've already talked in previous um, podcasts about vaccinations. But this one is just weird to me. It's just weird. And there's been too many studies. And here's the thing. It comes from different places. It's not just one place that I'm hearing this possibility of surveillance in these vaccine vaccinations surveillance devices in this vaccination it's not the first time or the first there's only one person that I've sourced that I've heard this from it's been multiple and so I I ask us all to kind of stay awake because there may come a time where we just have to stand up like I had, I had seen like a few weekends ago, um, in Trafalgar Square, they had a, a freedom rally. And David Icke's son talked. He was so incredibly articulate. I was just so taken back about this guy. He was so articulate, and well mannered, and really believable, really likable. And he led and he had this, you know, not a lengthy speech, but he did a speech. And so there may come a time where we just have to say enough is enough and we are not going to believe. I mean, it's like, when do we start believing what people tell us? You know, it's just like astounding to me what people believe. You know, my guru, David Hawkins, he used to say this. He's like, the mind is so innocent. It's like it sees something and it just believes it. But how can we do that? It's like this friend of mine, you know, I was talking to him and he said he he actually believes that Michelle Obama is a man. He heard it, you know, somewhere. I don't know where. But he actually believes that Michelle Obama is a man. And I, I, I just, you know, are sometimes these, these ideas that are put out by somebody, you know, and it's like once it's out, it's very, very hard to, it may go away and it, and it gets lessened, but that idea pretty much never goes away. Like you always equate that person, you know, sort of like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. It's like you you combined Anthony Hopkins and um, Silence of the Lambs. I heard him. He was he has a TikTok station, Anthony Hopkins, and he plays the piano. He's just an amazing musician. But as I'm saying, I'm going. I'm not sure he's Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> I mean, really. And so. And so like I I got something on my on my screen even like today it had something to do with these two boys 
that were in preschool and they were told they would never walk, never talk, no blah, blah, blah. All these things these children were not going to do. And then it shows this picture of them together and they graduated from high school. Do we listen to, to, to the professionals who say, oh no, we're never going to walk. We're never going to talk. We're never going to, never going to. And I think that the outcomes are totally different with a group that just is not going to listen to that and is going to see what can be done. What are the odds? What can be done? What can I do? What can, not instead of can't, can. And so there may come a time where we have to stand up. You know, it's like, it's like I've, I've sort of been talking about this with these masks. It's like, it's like, I, you know, and, and so my people, you know, like you would, I'm, I guess I tend, I feel like I'm fairly moderate though, but I tend to be a little bit left. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm a, you know, a fairly, <laughs> but I am a little bit liberal. Okay. So I'm liberal. Um, I can't even remember what I was going to say about that. But I, oh yes, it's this, that I have gone against my party on these masks issues. I really have. Like, it's like, and then they say, oh, there's an increase in coronavirus. And I'm like, really? There's an increase. Like, I don't trust anything that is being said to me right now. That's all I can say. I don't trust it. I just don't. I'm going to listen. I'm going to weigh the weigh it. I'm going to listen to multiple sources on it. I'm not just going to trust. I don't believe I don't believe that. And it could be and I'm willing to admit that I'm that I might be on a sinking ship. I'm saying nope, this ship is not going to sink. And the ship may sink. But I think I have a better odds of surviving it if I don't believe my ship is going to sink. A better odds of finding some way to, to plug up the hole, to find another way, to get rescued by a helicopter, <laughs> jump on the back of a whale and be <laughs> taken off to shore. <laughs> getting silly. Anyway... I'm going to go, all these ideas, all these ideas, and that's what they are. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening, and I will be back. And that's a wrap.